Praise the Lord, everybody. This is Brother Paxton coming to you again today from Rockbridge County, Virginia. Um, I want to read to you uh, from the book of Leviticus, chapter 5, and I want to talk for a few moments about three steps you can take to rid yourself of guilt. But before I go there, let me say this. For a child of God, for a Christian, feelings of guilt play a part just like they do for the unsaved. It's a good thing when we know that the Holy Spirit is dealing with our lives, moving in our hearts, speaking to us, convicting us of our sin. So when we sin and we do something wrong and we feel guilty, that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. It's what you do about that situation. And at that point, that's where the difference is made. For a non-Christian, of course, your, your answer is to receive Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And for the Christian, and your answer is also in repenting of your sin and receiving per the provision that Christ provided for you on the cross of Christ. So let's read this verse of scripture. And this is, of course, an Old Testament passage, but we'll see Jesus uh, in this passage of scripture. In Leviticus 5, 5, here's what it says. And it shall be when he is guilty in any of these matters that he shall confess that he has sinned in that thing. Now that's the first step for us. Saint and sinner alike is that we confess our sin and we say the same thing about it that God does, which is we are guilty in this thing. You see, sin is not a mendacity. It's not a light thing. It's not a little mistake. We are guilty in this thing, whatever it is. We're saying the same thing that God says. It shall be when he is guilty in any of these matters, that he shall confess that he has sinned in this thing, and he shall bring his trespass offering to the Lord for his sin which he has committed, a female from the flock, a lamb, or a kid of the goats as a sin offering. So the priest shall make atonement for him concerning his sin. Now there's several things about this. The sin offering now, this was Old Testament, and that sin offering is a picture, it is a type of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is our perfect sin offering. So the offering has already been offered. And yet, when we sin, we go to him, we say we are guilty in this thing, we confess that sin, we repent of it, which means we turn from it and walk in a new direction. And that is empowered by the Holy Spirit and so we are fulfilling. This verse was fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Okay, so Jesus is our sin offering. Once we've gone to him and confessed and repented and received our forgiveness, then there is no longer any need for you and I to carry guilt. So number one, that what we must do to rid ourselves of guilt is to admit to the sin that created our guilt, okay? What people want so many times in the world today is they want to not feel guilty and keep on sinning. Well, and, and people can do that, and eventually the voice of God, the conviction of sin will get less and less and less. But the scripture says, if God is dealing with me as a son, I will feel that guilt. I will feel that conviction. And so I need to admit to the sin that has caused my guilt. Repent of your sin to God. If you have sinned against another person, confess to that person also. 
in facing your sin, uh, make certain that it is a sin before God. The sin that you, th that you think you may have committed might simply be a mistake, uh, a, an error in your facts or whatever the case might be. So make sure that you're not carrying around this heavy burden that everything you do is some bad sin and that you're a nothing and a nobody and God could never love you. That's not true. So sometimes you confess to things that's not even sin because you just feel down about yourself. So make sure it is a sin and then admit to it, confess it, and repent of it. Secondly, to rid yourself of guilt, make amends if at all possible. If you've wronged another person, don't try to substitute a request for forgiveness by doing kind deeds for that person. This same principle holds true for your relationship with God. Don't try to substitute works for genuine forgiveness. In other words, if I've sinned and I know that I've sinned and I feel bad about it and I, <clears throat> I haven't gone to God to ask for forgiveness, what I, what I have in my mind is, well, I'll do a bunch of good things. I've done 10 good things and two sins over here, so I'm probably all right. No, no, no. It takes one sin to condemn a soul. I don't substitute my good for my bad. What I do is I go to God and I repent and I get forgiveness. And then that sin is washed away by the blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, in seeking to make amends for a wrong committed against another person, you would be wise to ask that person what they would consider a fair payment for the sin that you've committed against them. Um, the hurt or the injury, or you may want to offer satisfaction of some type. The best repayment that you can give might just be a genuine change in your life. So a lot of times people will be more willing to forgive you than you realize if you change after that forgiveness is granted. Now we're talking about people forgiving one another. And I'm going to be honest with you. If you're a true Christian, and if you're a real believer, then you need to act like your Father in heaven. He forgave us of a lifetime of sin. So I should not hold anything against anyone. And I need to learn how to forgive people when they do me wrong. Um, ask God to give you wisdom to identify your appropriate amends and give him the and ask him to give you the courage and the fortitude to follow through on your commitment to the offended person. And finally, in order to rid yourself of guilt in the Christian walk, what do we have so far? We admit to the sin that created our guilt. We get forgive, we, we repent of that sin, which means we turn from it and we begin to walk a new path. We receive the forgiveness that God has. We make amends, if at all possible, or if the situation warrants it. Honestly, <clears throat> there are some situations where amends cannot be made. And in that, you have to just go to God and take him at his word that his blood has washed you and cleansed you and make sure that there is a change in your life, a genuine change that comes along with the forgiveness. Thirdly, we need to accept the fact that God has forgiven us. If you've sinned against God and if you've repented, you can be assured that he has forgiven you according to his word. He promises that he will pardon you and God always keeps his promises. If you've sinned against another person, 
and he forgives you, then accept his words of forgiveness at face value. Don't try to, you know, look for motives. Don't try to think, I wonder if they really forgive me. Just accept what they said and act like it's true. And if it's not true, then that's on them and not on you. Don't try to second guess people's sincerity or their motives. And if you confess a sin to another person that you've committed against them, and they do not forgive you or they refuse to forgive you, then that person bears the responsibility for failing to forgive. You don't. Okay? Just Again, just make certain that there is a genuine change in your life resulting from your repentance and your forgiveness. Praise God. So we see here that when we've done what the Lord requires, we stand clear before the Lord. I'm sure <clears throat> that in the course of my life, I've offended a few people, and I've sinned against some people in my life. And I have went to God over it, and I've received His forgiveness, and now it's up to them. The ball is in their court as to how they're going to deal with me. Are they going to let their bitterness and their anger eat them up, or are they going to forgive me? But that's not my responsibility. My responsibility is to own up to the sin, to make amends if possible, and to accept the forgiveness of God and go on with my life as a Christian, walking with the Lord Jesus Christ. And those are three steps that we have to take. And I'm going to add a fourth one as we close this segment. We must be always, we must be willing to forgive those who wound us and who sin against us. We're here to imitate God our Father. We're here to act just like Jesus. And so the Holy Spirit will give us the grace and the heart to do just exactly that. Thank you so much for tuning in. Another beautiful day. This is three in a row here this beautiful October of 2018 in Rockbridge County, Virginia. And this is Brother Paxton saying, go with God and he will go with you. Bless you is my prayer.